Genre. Back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man one backyard confessional minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. <laughs> and I'm Zach Luna. And I'm Sam Gash. Hey, thanks for Welcome being back, here. Welcome back, Sam. Yeah. Hooray! <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, t- today we <laughs> are talking about Minute... T- <laughs> today we're talking about Minute 30. We're a half hour into this movie, Zach. Oh, my gosh. We made it. Yeah, <laughs> we made it. A signpost. Uh, 25% of the way there. Don't, just not right now. Oh. <laughs> Minute 30 uh, starts with MJ saying, I guess you can always hear us. Yeah. And ends with MJ starting to confess that she wants to do something. And, and, and Peter tries to coax her into finishing her sentence. Yes. Yes. This is in the city. In, in the city. Mm-hmm. Yes. The city. the city. I always wonder because this is like an East Coasty thing that like if you grow up anywhere in and around New York City, that you just call it the city. Like do other mm-hmm. like major city places do that? Like it's not, Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like in like, well, like in Indiana, that's like. You grew up yeah. in like outside Denver. Did you refer to Denver as the city? No, it was Denver. Yeah, what? Go ahead, Scott. You said you were well, you, yeah. like, like when I, because you know, I, I think I've talked about it a couple of times, but like, I, I grew up in a super small yeah. town, yeah, and it was, um, when you came, Hope, Indiana, was the town, and it, it said on the, on the sign oh. when you entered, uh-huh. Hope, Indiana, a surprising little town. <laughs> um, when you left Indiana, boy- did you have, did you have to abandon Hope? <laughs> no i'm still in indiana i'm just not i just abandoned hope anyway of course yeah Um, (laughs) but uh uh that town was like 15 miles out from columbus indiana which is Uh, a larger city and where you would go for grocery shopping and all of that because there was no grocery stores and hope it was just it was like stars hollow like there's nothing oh sure yeah there's no supermarkets or anything like that yeah and Right. And so um, we would refer we wouldn't refer to Columbus as Columbus. We would say we're going to town. Oh, to town. That's yeah. Is that's that where that very, phrase comes that's from? That's very small towny. Yeah. We're going to town mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to yeah. town. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That one I've heard. Yeah. We didn't yeah. in Colorado. We didn't call Denver the city or anything like that. I, to the to the degree that like I have this memory from childhood of like being embarrassed about misunderstanding a word. And it was it was the fact that like we had some family that lived in Denver and we had some family that lived further south in Colorado Springs and some further south in Pueblo. But mostly we would only visit. I mean, we would visit them all. But like if we were going somewhere, it was often to Denver because Denver is the big city in Colorado, obviously. Um, 
obviously. Obviously. And, you know, it's never Colorado. It's the capital. But uh, <laughs> when I was quite little, my, my mom would make a fuss about, like, my behavior in public. You know, like, her, her phrase was, like, I, I guess if I was, like, reading and not looking at people or if I was, like, drawing on things, she would say, like, Zach, not in public, you know? Like was a phrase, uh-huh. a mm-hmm. phrase that happened fairly often because I was off in my own weird little world. Uh-huh. Like, or if I'm like wandering somewhere, like reciting things that I memorized from a movie or whatever, she'd be like, Zach, not in public. Like, I'm not judging <laughs> you for loving these things and doing what you do, but like not I in just, public. Yeah. I just imagine, I just <laughs> imagine like little tiny Zach running around going, you killed my father. Prepared to die. 100%. <laughs> this little kid. 100% that's oh, what that's it was. Great. Like just going yeah. up to random people and asking to see their left hand. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. I, well, more what I would be doing was I'd be like trying to like act out both parts of the like um, the battle of wits with like the wine or uh-huh. whatever, you know, so uh-huh. I'd be me being like, and Australia is entirely people with criminals and criminals are used to have, and like as a little kid, I'd be doing that. And <laughs> My mom, she she was, I mean, she's so patient with me and very lovely lady, but her phrase was not in public, honey. And (laughs) this went on for a while. And at some point we were doing something uh, closer to home and I was like goofing off or whatever. And my mom said, not in public. And I said, we're not in public. And she's like, what are you talking about, honey? I'm like, we're not in public. I don't know how old I was. I was pretty young, but the conversation that sprung from that moment was that my mom had used that phrase so often that it lost. And we only did fancy things when I shouldn't be doing that. When we were in Denver, that I thought the name of Denver, the city was public. And so I was (laughs) like, wow, we're in in Boulder, mom. We're not in public. (laughs) Like we didn't, like, what are you talking about? It's like the behavior is only. It really just, it really (laughs) just sounds like this, this 10 year old kid is throwing shade on Boulder. (laughs) (laughs) And somebody walking past is like, what's, what's this problem with Boulder? We're not in public. (laughs) I do what I want for of these peasants <laughs> boulder it's not public i just that i just so that's like a, i mean a, you were thinking that there just simply must be more than that provincial life i know there must be yeah oh, I, just that baker doing the same sh- the same stuff every day catch there, Thank yeah. you. you thought your mom was really concerned about what the people of denver thought about you <laughs> Like, yeah, it doesn't it, it doesn't go on me. It transfers to her that like she never pulled the public comment in Boulder earlier than that. So like maybe she didn't think it was worth stopping my behavior in Boulder. I don't oh, know. Uh, I mean, it says a lot about you. It says a lot about your mom. But what it really says a lot about is Boulder. It's Boulder. Yeah. <laughs> Boulder's a weird town. Yeah, I I suppose that's the closest like never the city, never Denver, but enough disassociated that I just thought the name of the city was public. Yeah, so I, I think know. that's great. Yeah, it's fine. It's close enough. So yeah. I, I, there's a moment in here that I don't think I've ever really processed uh-huh. properly before. Because uh-huh. like when you watch these movies, um, one of the criticisms that a lot of people have is like the scenes that are like this can be a little on the melodramatic, melodramatic. cheesy side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're acting so hard. They act real hard. Yeah, but what did you they pick do. up on? Yeah. Um, but what what I picked up on this time was like, okay, so MJ is getting is in the middle of her parents arguing. She escapes, but her dad yells at her on the way out. And then she sort of like her first instinct is to sh- to strike out at Peter. Yeah, like yeah. to like, you know, like, oh, whoa, you're listening, well, you're to, listening this? to me? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She she's that which is, you know, it's that whole transference, that bully transference thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um and and so like 
there's that. And then Peter is like, kind of like, he, I, yeah, I know, I know what's going on. Like, I'm going to cool it. And then he does this really interesting thing mm-hmm. that I've never really realized what he was doing. Yeah. But there is this beat where he, she says, I guess you can always hear us. And they talk about, oh, my aunt and uncle, they can yell pretty good. Yeah. And then there's a beat where she's still thinking about her parents arguing or maybe listening to it. And then he goes, so about earlier today when I punched your boyfriend in the chest, yeah. he's literally shifting the focus mm-hmm. and making him making himself like presenting himself to the woman that he is, you know, yeah. has a crush on. Yeah. He is presenting himself as the bad guy to so that she'll stop thinking about her, her own problems right now. Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. Betas for life. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's like it's a it's a generous sort of selfless move, like perhaps mm-hmm. too selfless in that you know uh, yeah. in that way. But like, yeah, that he's a he, hero. He's attempting to help. You know, even even it's just such a Peter Parker thing to do. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, about earlier or types of things, or you know the the way he he presses her on. You know, I'm doing this, this, and that. But like, but what about you? I mean, it's like it's general conversational stuff, but it feels real and lived in because there is that those goals underneath. That, mm-hmm. that he's actually like committing to there i it is i i get why this scene was the one that they picked the one that was like this scene has to work or the movie doesn't work this type of approach with these actors like, yeah this well yeah be, because they yeah. have to they they have to because it's one thing to have chemistry yeah with with another actor when you're like right yeah yeah when you're like right next to each other because yeah. there's like pheromones and stuff oh, and yeah. like you know there's stuff that can happen but to have chemistry from, I mean, what are they? 20, 20 feet apart? When they start? Feet apart? Yeah. 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 And they still have chemistry. Like, that's real chemistry. Right. Exactly. You Take know? that. And that's something you can't movie fake. Movie that I can't think of right now where that's not the case. Are you making a chemistry joke right now about the double meaning of the word? No. Oh, okay. Like, because there are all these movies where, like, well, the movie was really good, but the main two actors oh, didn't have sure. chemistry. Oh, sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah. I would love to say, hey, take that, this movie where that was the no, case. No, but we but don't want to, like, the movie right we don't want to, like, trash on, on movies by name as much as we can. But, like, yeah, that that is a thing <laughs> that is. One of those tricky things. I mean, like, like, like Laura Ziskin was talking about in in that that behind the scenes book that like you can't fake it mm-hmm. when people's mm-hmm. energy is the the same vibe vibe or mm-hmm. whatever. You know that you're searching for that and hoping for that. And yeah, that, they like, need to both be in the exact same scene. Yeah, it's like um, if you ever watch on the the special features of like the Richard Donner uh, Superman, like they have footage of the chemistry reads for like the top four or five lowest lanes that they have mm-hmm. and there you can watch those and like from like a, an analysis standpoint or like an acting standpoint you can watch and be like yeah these are these are all great performances these are all really thing but like when when those two actors step together and play the scene you can it immediately stops feeling like mm-hmm. a test or an audition it feels like the movie and you're like oh of course mm-hmm. of course they right. had to go with her yeah and and this is I I I I try to pick it out because you know I mean it's, Sam knows this too that you, you go on enough auditions and you start to like pay attention to what types of scenes are like the audition scene or, yeah. and you can like kind of see it in the episode or the movie like oh this is what they use yeah definitely. that's clearly because absolutely it's often the one that is the most workshop because they've been thinking the most in terms of like how many different ways to play it yeah mm-hmm. and and this one right. is is rehearsed and, and it also has to be the scene that works independently. 
Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that could be scene, its own little film. This yeah. scene can exist outside of this movie. And outside of having superpowers and outside of, you know. Superpowers yeah. aren't even relevant to the yeah. scene. Yeah. You know what is relevant mm-hmm. to the scene? Oscar the Grouch style trash cans. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oscar the Grouch style trash cans and propane tanks. That's what's That's really, right. really important. And propane accessories. And propane accessories. Yeah. Do you think that, do you think that MJ is asking about Peter's future because he, she's sort of seeing him for the first time after standing up to flash? Like, yeah. do you, like, I think that she was legitimately freaked out, but is she also like starting to be attracted to him? Well, because... he did lose his ponytail and glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a ponytail? What's happening? Uh, I, I mean, I needed to, I, all right, fine. He did lose his glasses and put on that coat. He did put on that coat. Yeah. yeah. Let's be fair. That's true. Yeah. This is the best he's mm-hmm. looked. Uh, yeah, I think, well, like, there's, um... Like, is she asking about the future because she knows that Flash isn't her future? Yeah. And so she's like, you know, because like, one of the things gonna, about yeah. MJ in the comics is that she was totally comfortable with using people to get what she wanted. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, I'm, and, and obviously this MJ is a very different character. Right, right. But... I could see a level of a more like raw desperation to yeah. use someone to get to something get that she wants away. just because she yeah. just, yeah. Cause she wants anything, like anything that she wants. Cause she's never gotten anything that yeah. she wants. Yeah. You know, anything to get and out so, of here. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so like the idea of her asking him what his plans are yeah. for the future, I don't know. Yeah. There's almost like, almost a reflex of hers to like, you know, see if there is something I can not take advantage of, but like, you know, something I can use Mm -hmm. here, you know, that like, Mm -hmm. whether it's just like somebody that, you know, in the city or like, you know, maybe a place to stay or something like that, like that, like whether or not you put your mindset all the way to the, that end goal that like, Oh, I should at least check that or something. And she wouldn't Mm -hmm. say that to somebody that she wasn't. I I kind of like Scott's theory that it's like, like they're finally, she's finally starting to see him as being like a peer. Yeah. Cause Hey, what are you doing next year? Is like the question seniors say. Like sure. there's seniors in high school. What do you talk about with other seniors? What are you doing next year? Right, right. And the fact that they're now at this point in their senior year and she's finally having that conversation with him. Yeah. That yeah. means that like she's finally like, oh, right. You're a person that you will doing? exist outside of the context yeah. of this high school stuff. Yeah. Right. Or or even You're a person. Even that like or or, or, yeah. or is this beat is this beat sort of like when you see a teacher outside of school? Yeah, and you're, you're like, like oh, you you're like a here? real human yeah. being yeah. that exists in the world. I never thought about that. I mean that. they're neighbors. Yeah. I don't know if I'd completely do that. Yeah, but right. she doesn't seem very aware of him <laughs> yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah. Or um Yeah. I, I almost think also too that it's like um, you know, that she she starts the conversation complaining about what just happened. He, you know, offers the the flash anecdote about mm-hmm. like, sorry, what happened earlier. Which, by the way, yeah. is not in the script. Oh, really? Yeah. The Yeah. In the shooting script, the bit about him bringing up flash, that yeah. is not in the script. It goes from, uh, let's see, it says, uh, he says, oh, they can scream pretty good, you know. And, yeah. and then MJ says, so where to after you graduate? Right. So it just goes oh, from that to from that. that to that. Yeah. And in yeah, rehearsal or whatever, addition. because they did have plenty of rehearsal on this scene. And it's also one of those things where like, hey, we yeah. just shot that scene where I beat the guy up. Shouldn't we talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. We should probably reference that. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of <laughs> a lot of actors do talk about Tobey Maguire in terms of 
he did a lot of homework on set. And they 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 talk a lot about script analysis mm-hmm. with with regards to Toby. So I, I I definitely think that is the sort of thing that he might bring mm-hmm. up where they want to like bridge about that. what Toby McGuire is doing now, like what he's doing currently in his life. Currently in like 2017. Yeah. No. I think he's just a dad, right? Yeah. I think he's just a guy. What do you have? I don't scoop? know. I'm I'm honestly oh, curious. I don't know, That's why like, I'm asking. The, oh. Like what was the last major thing we saw him in was uh, some made for Gatsby. Yeah, Gatsby, oh, and then he yeah, had Gatsby. a, a TV and then he was thing. in that one where he dated that like. I'm dating your daughter or like the boss's daughter, something. Yeah. Is that movie? Know. Yeah. That's but, an old movie. But he, he definitely hasn't yeah. been doing high profile, like screen stuff, Mm-mm. you know, but has he been doing indie stuff? He, I, he did. Well, some but, the, but the thing is, TV. is like, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think he needs to work ever again after no. these movies. I think he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He, he made so works. much money. Yeah. Justin Dunn's works a lot. She does. She does. Just, yeah. But she didn't make as much money on these as he did. Yeah. But she had all that bring it on money. Yeah, that's sweet, oh, right. sweet, yeah. bring it on cash. That's sweet, sweet, uh, bring it on dollar, dollar bills. Yeah, she got, it's, <laughs> it's really that she got the merchandise rights for Drop Dead Gorgeous. That's really where the bulk of her, like, cash flow is. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, all those the, the uh, Melancholia-style wedding yeah. dresses. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other bit in the script that's a little different mm-hmm. is uh, actually at the beginning of this scene mm-hmm. when, uh, when she like comes outside and yeah. sees him. Yeah. She's more sheepish when yeah. she says, were you listening to that? Oh, where she's like embarrassed and not like angry at him. Type right. Of. Yeah. And yeah. then he says, it says in, in parenthetical rattled and he goes, no. Yeah. I heard something, but wasn't listening to, to what? <laughs> I think, yeah, that's, yeah. I think what they do is better. What they do, what they do is better. Yeah. And what they do, like in terms of that earlier edition, that small line about like readjusting the conversation to flash or whatever, like however they came up with that in rehearsals or on the days or whatever. Uh, one thing I like about it is it reframes her, her second question about what are you doing next year is like, as like her first like real uh, brick to the conversation. I'm thinking in improv terms, but you know what I mean? Like you bring bricks to scenes. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah so okay. you can build a wall together that like, you know, the, the, immediacy of the beginning of the interaction is just because of what's going on and then him like apologizing he offers the you know subject changed Mm -hmm. and she could just leave it there but she picks up and continues the conversation it's like her like being generous to him instead of just the next topic that's happening the break that peter does away from the, the the previous conversation allows her the opportunity to be like a little bit sweeter in yeah checking in on him you know like I don't know. His his contribution allows her to shift gears. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's good. However, I do need to stop you for a second because the phrase that I heard in terms of improv is don't bring a brick, bring huh. a cathedral. Don't bring one thing, bring an idea, like a oh. full, fully realized idea. Sure, yeah. I just meant it in terms of like... Just for the for the listeners who are beginning to take improv. Just... Oh, right, yeah, mm-hmm. no. If you're, if you're in your like 101 class or whatever, I just mean like... I know what you meant. You know and I, I meant. think you made a good point. Okay, cool. But this is for them. That's for them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for, for those to be, let's go down the road a little further. For those, it'll be, I just meant in terms of like, you know, yes anding, you know, like mm-hmm. that you're not asking people questions, yeah. that you're demanding that they present the information in that moment, that you're bringing something yes. with which you can build. But yeah, yeah bring a, build a cathedral. That's like second level stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> this scene, another thing, like when we talk about like movies and analyzing movies or like the, um, the nitpicky type of stuff where a, a lot of times it's in service of like, catching out a continuity error 
and how continuity is often so far down the list of things that the editor's caring about. Right. Because you mm -hmm. want to prioritize the character interactions and the story and the tone yes. and all sorts of other things before you get to continuity. And that's why sometimes lamps aren't broken. That's why sometimes lamps aren't broken. That's why <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Are you guys not there yet? He's that not already. He's not web slinging. He's not web slinging yet. Oh. Yeah. It's oh. fine. What I was going to say. I apologize. That's fine. Spoiler warning. No worries. <laughs> Eventually, webs will be slung. Uh, Mary Jane, being uncomfortable, fiddles with her jacket a lot and fiddles with her mm -hmm. coat pockets. And if you watch this scene in terms of checking out continuity or like mm -hmm. wanting to match, her hands jump out everywhere. They're both, both are in the pockets and one is out of the pocket and then like she's putting them back in. Like it, it's not consistent moment to moment, but what is consistent is the emotion of the performance. Mm -hmm. And that's way more important. Like I have, until mm -hmm. this moment watching this, I've never noticed how- Yeah, like if you hadn't said something, I probably wouldn't ever have noticed. Yeah, how weirdly out of it, it, all, it all goes. That like, it doesn't matter. Like we, we wanna find the moment that's perfect, not perfect, but like the moment mm -hmm. that is the getting- The crunchiest moment. The crunchiest moment, the moment that's getting across what we're aiming yeah. for here. And I don't care if her hand's out. And what her other hand is doing that. I don't care that this right. moment is more important. And it's it's like a, a nice little like example of that, I guess. Um, yeah, I think it's a good point. They are really even even if the tone you're going for is slightly melodramatic, you got to hit that tone, mm -hmm. and you got to mm -hmm. bo have both of your actors on the same page, and they're they're in it. Like this is just people doing what they're hired to do. This is this is acting, you know. Like maybe they're not shouting Shakespeare at each other, but they're living in a moment and it's nice shakespeare what, what's happening it's shakespeare. uh I don't know what's happening. i'm shouting shakespeare oh shout because there's ways to like you could shout the shakespearean lines at each other gotcha. or you could literally shout shakespeare at each I other see. yeah <laughs> that, that, hey, i shakespeare i really um i whatever whoever decided on MJ's sense of style in this uh -huh. movie, like whatever costume designer was sure. in charge of that. Yeah. Um, I really love the way that Dunst looks in long coats in this oh, yeah. movie. Oh yeah. She's got, she's got like two or three that she wears in this movie. Cause she's got yeah. this her, and then she's got the trench thing, later. And the green yeah. thing from earlier in the film. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Which is like a sweater that is like long enough that it's a long thing. Yeah. I don't know. I I love that. I just yeah. think like Kirsten Dunst just looks great in those long jackets. Right. There's something about the like that she has the protective layer, but like the 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 front is open, so you can see like her. I I, I like her her different approach to fashion in terms mm -hmm. of like dealing with the the elements versus like dealing with my own person. Like I, there's something just interesting about it. It's a it's an it's a unique choice. Maybe it was just super fashionable at the time. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it might be yeah. particularly 90s, but yeah. I mean, I always think long coats look cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Badass long coats. And yeah. well, being and in California, and I never get to wear them. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are if you are a person who wants to be greater than the world that they live in, yeah. you could save up to buy really nice coats that make you look and feel fancy. Right. But and cover up the clothes that right. are maybe less fancy, like this wearing, belly like, your shirt tank top that she's wearing, your low-rise right. jeans or whatever. Yeah, that you can right. wrap it around yourself and protect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, and it's and handy. I mean, even yeah. oh my god, later in the movie, she literally uses her coat 
to hide the fact that she's being a waitress. Yeah, her like her uh, oh, yeah, that pale trench true. coat that she has, and she yeah. kind of like yeah. absolutely like, closes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh huh. man, I'm a waitress. That's handy. That's wait- shameful. How many waiters and waitresses do we know, Zach? Uh, all of them. All we of them. know all of the all waiters of them. and waitresses. <laughs> yeah. uh, long coats, man. <laughs> He's got that great yeah. pea coat on. It's working. He does. Yeah, it's a, it's a good coat scene. <laughs> I'm like, coats, coats showed up for coat work. Coat game this on day. point. Yeah, on, on point. She yeah. can't wait to get mm-hmm. out of here. And then she's gonna tell us what she wants to do right after she, after she completes this scent. Yeah, we'll have to wait until next week to know what it is that she wants to do. Because we have no idea. No, but Mm-mm. we know that she's invested in the conversation. I I had. I don't know if this was Andrew Manley back in college or like some acting class I was taking that taught, they were talking about. There's a lot of like nuance to all sorts of like moments in a scene, but you can always kind of phrase choices as either an advance or a retreat to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You know, like, are you moving towards a person or are you pulling away from them? And that can be like emotionally, that can be like contract all sorts of different emotions. But like, I like watching in, in a, a, a scene that they let play out, you know, where we're not intercutting really quick or going from like face to face where we can see a bit of blocking. I like watching when actors decide to approach or retreat from each other. Mm -hmm. And this, this little scene is a lot of fun to break down in that way in terms of like when they actually do drift towards each other almost unconsciously or when like Peter has to make a firm choice to like, like get a little closer. And he even like marks it with a little hand gesture, then grabs onto the fence Mm -hmm. that like, the sway back and forth and all that just like when they choose to move into each other they're they're forgetting about the you know the, the circumstances the around the awkwardness the, the uncomfortable mm-hmm. whatever's going on at school or whatever like oh this is a kindred spirit here type of type yeah. of thing and that's the sort of like you might not even be conscious of it in the moment but it it reads visually if you give enough space for for people's whole bodies to show right that's right. not just mm-hmm. faces. realizing that this is the person that you want to run across a park yeah. in a wedding dress for yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. or is is this the sort of person you want to like say if somebody like had a, a like in one hand i don't know a bunch of children's lives and in the other hand like her life like that you would <laughs> if that hypothetically were to happen <laughs> like would it be worth it yeah and it's just you know i i've said this before a lot about this movie before in terms of like when I watch this movie, I feel the way I felt when I watched it the first time as a kid. Yep. Um, well, not a kid, you know, but, but like however old I was, middle schoolish, high schoolish. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But as a kid, as, yeah, as a kid. <clears throat> but like uh, this is one of the scenes where I don't just feel that way, but I also remember what it felt like to be that age. You know, like I remember what it felt like to be uh, a high school kid trying to talk to your crush mm-hmm. or trying to think but like i it's it is a little cheesy but people are a little cheesy mm-hmm. sometimes especially when they're teenagers yeah. when everything is sort of blown out of proportion and this i i watched peter struggling through this and being you know not quite too awkward or not quite too ungainly and like just like trying to say something genuine and i i feel mm-hmm. that age again i don't know mm-hmm. it's um movies are are weird magical things sometimes um and this is a good one yeah, yeah. 
I hope so, because we're we've got a lot of these to do. We're locked in for a while, yeah. So You've made I, a yeah. commitment. I hope we get some payoffs. Yeah. Well, that's one of the first rules of the minute by minute podcast. Is you that have to. You finish. have to finish. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Regardless. So be careful with that Space Jam idea that you that you floated earlier in the week. I mean, <laughs> listen. <laughs> All I gotta do is get Bill Murray to guest on one week. Just sure. One week. All right. Then you're set. Yeah. I mean, because he's Sam, in the movie. Sam, Sam, you just got to believe that you can fly. That's... <laughs> okay? Fly like an eagle. Fly like an eagle. Oh, man. That was so good. <laughs> well, we're not makes... topping that this no, week. No, we're not. Well, that makes me so happy. Uh, this is what people <laughs> All come right. to the show well, for. All right. Well, Sam, thanks so much for joining us this week. Oh, dude, My absolutely. pleasure. Yeah. When yeah. do I plug well, stuff? Right now. Where can go we for find it. you? Yeah. On, yeah. On the uh, internet. Why not? Okay. Um, I am. Uh, I, I'm going to say me, and then I'm going to say two more things. Okay. Um, I'm on the internet. Uh, on Twitter, yes, where I am at Sam Gash, which is just my name, so S A M G A S C H. Yep, the C is important on the Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then I've got a podcast. Yeah, it's called Rachel and Sam Read a Story. Zach has been a guest a number of times. Yeah. And what we do is we read kids stories and we kind of read them out loud and we kind of MST three K the kids stories, children's stories. If yeah, we like, like them, we're enjoying books. them, we're into them, and everything. But if we don't like them, we're just they tear them apart. I mean, if there are some bad <laughs> ones, Curious George is not a good book. Clifford, it, Clifford is bad. Oh, no, oh, no. It, it's bad. Okay, yeah, bad. I love it. Awesome. Uh, and then um, I also should probably promote this movie I wrote. Yeah, you uh, should. that I co-wrote. Excuse yeah. me. Uh-huh. Uh That I just went to a screening of the full, like the yeah. finished yeah, final the product. Finished pro- yeah, you saw a movie. I mean, do I say? It was last night. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They know there's some time dilation okay. in recording these things. All right, so I just went <laughs> yeah. to this thing. Yeah. Uh, and so if you guys want to check out this movie I wrote, which is a full feature film. Yeah. Uh, and it's you go to the website, tournamentmovie.com. It's about a bunch of nerds hanging out in a store one weekend and playing in a card tournament. And it's great. It's about the characters. It's super cool. It's going to be going around and playing different things. Yeah. And that's awesome. how you got in the Writers Guild, right? And I just joined the Writers Guild Heck, last week because congrats. of the Oh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, Woo. thank you. That's that's a goal. That's I'm a good one. very excited for at the point this week when I received the card in the mail. Yeah. I've started getting the emails from the Writers Guild, though, so it's pretty exciting. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, so, all right. Plugged. Yeah. Good. Well, uh, you'll be able to hear us uh, this weekend on our Weekend Edition podcast on our Patreon. You mm-hmm. just uh, go to duelinggenre.com slash support. And if you support our Patreon at the $5 level or higher, you don't just get all of the bonus content from all of the other shows, mm-hmm. but you also get our Weekend Edition where we talk about all things Spider-Man and mm-hmm. Spider-Man related. Ah, so cool. Uh, so Go uh, go check out our Patreon if you're not already a Patreon member. And if you are, then you're already enjoying it. So <laughs> there you go. Awesome. And uh, we will be back on Monday with Minute 31. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Bye.